We are hoarders. Let me explain. Just like the show on A&E called Hoarders, we do the same thing in our minds. As we go through life, bouncing back and forth between interaction and interaction, society has its way with us. We show up, we do things, we say things, maybe we dress a certain way, and people react. People tell us certain things. And those reactions, those words that other people send our way, maybe in the form of advice, maybe in the form of criticism, maybe in the form of judgment, it all sticks with us. And people package these things nicely and deliver it to us, and we accept it almost as a gift. Let's say, as a child, you want to be something that has to do with fine arts. You want to grow up to be a actor, a singer, a dancer, a musician, something of that nature. Well, when you're a kid, all of that's good. It's all fun and games. But as you get a little older, parents, other family members, teachers, society in general, starts to tell you that it's time to be realistic. You can't make money as a singer. You're not pretty enough to be an actor or an actress. You're not talented enough to be a musician. And what we do is we take these packaged advices from these different people and we hold on to them 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 them until eventually our minds look like that house on hoarders. If you take a step into your own mind, you will see boxes all over the place and we're hanging on to all of these experiences. We're hanging on to all of this hurt and pain and all of these negative experiences from the past because After all, our brains are designed to keep us alive. And we hold on to these things so we can see these experiences as indicators for us to either step into something, say something, do something, or wear something. And we can gauge the threat level associated with it. But what happens when you realize that these gifts that people have given you, these boxes that you're hoarding in your brain, don't serve you? What happens when you realize that they're just not true? And they were given to you as gifts, but that was just a disguise. It was a means of kind of keeping you held back. Intentionally or unintentionally is besides the point. The point is, it held you back. Well, you can't just, at that point, with the awareness, just think that that's enough and move past it. Awareness is not the answer. You have to start to clean out your house. If you've ever seen the show Hoarders on A&E, all of the people that are living inside those houses know that there's a problem, but they don't do anything about it. They have an emotional connection to these belongings. And we do the same thing. We have an emotional attachment to feeling like we can never achieve our dreams. We have an emotional attachment to this identity that we develop based off of what other people say about us. And it's not until we realize that that emotion that we have associated with it is not serving us that we can start to clean out our house. When we start to empty out these boxes, we have so much room to play. It's amazing. The sun enters your home a little differently. You see colors a little more vividly. You have room to breathe. You have space to think. And now, you're a different person. You realize that you don't need to sell this house. You can actually just clean it up and take it back to what it used to be. Because the truth is, that's what's available to all of us. All we have to do is get rid of the boxes that we're holding on to. Salvation Army is just a short drive away. Get rid of it. I really like that analogy a lot, actually. 
But it's kind of confusing, so I'm just going to ask some clarifying questions, I guess. Okay. So, like, hoarding... So we hoard, essentially... Yeah, I get it. Like, we hoard... People say things to us, people say things about us, and we kind of keep that in the back, like our subconscious mind, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's, we, we start living and acting based, like we start living our day-to-day life based off of what other people have said to us, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. So like, okay, you imagine a room, right? A blank room. There's nothing in this room. And it's just four walls. And... When there's nothing in it, that means that there's no experiences. That the you're in life tran- translation of that. There's no experiences that are blocking you. But as experiences start to happen, you start to. I mean, we've talked about this on a previous episode. You you create associations because your brain needs to understand the threats, and it just creates definitions based off of your encounters. So as you start to have experiences and people say things to you, people give you advice whatever, you, your brain stores that as a known experience. Well, when it does that and you feel an emotion with that, that box is a little bigger than it needs to be. So now that blank room has a box and then you have another experience. There's a box on top of that. There's another experience. There's a box on top of that. So over time, the more experiences you have, the more boxes you hoard onto. You have all of these limitations. There's no free room to move around in this room. So you have a maze almost that you have to travel through life with and you can't experience the true space and the true limitlessness that there is in life because you have all of these pillars. Yeah, essentially like you're just stuck, I guess. But it's like subconsciously stuck and you're not able to just live your life as yourself. You're able you're living it based off of like things people have said to you and stuff like that, which is which is really crazy to think mm-hmm. about that we like a lot of my limitations this whole time I've been I've been breaking past so many limitations mm-hmm. and it, it literally comes from one person saying this to me when I was younger, this person treating me this way when I was younger and from that, I have moved in such a way up to this point, mm-hmm. but I have moved with limitations. I haven't lived my life completely free and done everything that I've wanted to do, essentially, um, because of the boxes that were in my head. That's really, really awesome. Yeah. What, what do you think are some of your boxes? Like, what do you think you've helped, like, some of the limitations that you've held on to? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm humble enough to... It, acknowledge that I don't know what I don't know so there's no doubt boxes still that are holding me back but I'll unpack them when I get there or when the time's right right yeah it just they kind of you bump into it on accident if you will you stub your toe on a box when it's time to unpack it it's just being guided but I mean things that I've unpacked that I've discovered about myself I mean it goes back to me being a sheep right like I, I for the longest time I was living my life as this sheep. I've always innately known that I was powerful and that I was a wolf, but I didn't understand the depth of what that meant. I mean, I truly don't think I still understand the full depth of my power, but I do a lot more than I I used to. And I think I used to show up and I would live my life within the constructs of what I thought was available to me. Like, I thought it was weird 
that I was in corporate America and rapping at the same time and Indian at the same time. Like, I just thought that that was weird. And I, I wouldn't... Because of that, I had to... I, I guess I subconsciously made a decision of like, okay, I'm Indian. It's just, it's who I am. That's one thing that cannot be changed, right? So that that's on the inner portion. And now I have to make a decision of what makes more sense mm-hmm. based off of all of these boxes yeah. that I have. All of these experiences, all of these things that I've been told, what I've seen on TV, X, Y, Z. What makes more sense? An Indian rapper or an Indian corporate financial analyst? So things like that. It wasn't until I Neither. You should have been a doctor, lawyer, and engineer. I know, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just like you, you can only experience life to the degree of your awareness. And when you don't have an awareness that you have these boxes, you experience life for a limitation. But when you eventually stub your toes on a box, you have to unpack that. You can't just say, oh, I hit my toe. There's a box there. Cool, good to know. And then move on and think that you're going to experience an enhanced level of life. Well, that's what I think. I think that, like, because I always wonder, I think we're super blessed that we got to go on this journey and figure this out. And it was because our marriage was at such a bad place, right? But, like, what about the people who are living life and who are just not realizing that they have boxes? Or how how do we help them, like... I feel like like now that I now I know I know for the longest time after I got married and I moved to Houston I felt like all these things would happen and I'm like man life sucks like life keeps happening and this is so crazy and busy and life keeps happening life keeps happening life keeps happening like my dad said the only thing constant in life is change mm-hmm. and it was hard for me to fully understand that I was like okay cool enough change like enough growth every time something happens I have to grow from it and learn from it like I was tired of it but like how many people don't do that how many people like bad things happen are they taking that opportunity to figure it out and like unbox that package or are they just stubbing their toe on it and moving past it and going on you know what i'm saying well yeah so it's i mean that just exemplifies the whole duality of life like that is why it is just a game of it's me versus me because there's a version of all of us that we clean for fun meaning we go into the room that has all these boxes and we start unpacking just because and then there's a version of us that most of us live and that I mean, even us, we lived it for so long. For the large majority of our life. When we stub our toe, we're doing it blindly, right? We, we don't have that awareness, and so we just stub our toe. We're blaming. We, yeah, so we stub our toe, and then we blame. Like, let's say you asked me to go somewhere. Well, I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So we go, but on the way, I stub my toe. So now I blame you. I'm like, it's because of you that I hit my toe on this box. I don't go this way ever. I never walk that way in this room. Because of you, I stub my toe here. And now we don't just you never you don't just move on. You're actually putting a little mo- a box on top of that pile exactly. every time you do that. So now you're just adding to the pile of things that you need to unpack ultimately. But when you unpack it. You feel so much freer. And that's where the whole concept, like Steve Jobs talks about, you can never connect the dots looking forward. You will always, you can only connect them looking backwards. 
So you just have to move forward and trust that somehow, in some way, the dots will connect. And what are connecting dots? Unpacking boxes. Because you realize that all of these things, your brain's so, so efficient. It puts things that are related into a specific pile or pillar, and there will be like a tangent where it's related to a another one. And you start, as you unpack one box, you unpack the next one, and the next one, the next one, and you realize how they all created a limitation for you. That is so interesting. So it's a dot after a dot after a dot after a dot, and they're so... That's how you can get to a present moment and be like, oh my gosh, because of X, Y, Z that has happened in my life. I was meant I am, to be here. Yeah, I was meant to be I'm here. I'm exactly like, where I'm liter- supposed to be. Literally every single thing had to have happened for me to be right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Including stubbing your toe on that box. Right. So, I mean... And, it- and, and I think for the people who've been stubbing their toe and putting the boxes up, whenever they get to the point of connecting dots that was necessary for them to do for them to get to that point because i i feel like people get on this journey usually people get on this journey when something terrible has happened yeah um when something tragic or something happens which i do not condone i condone getting on it just because you want to learn and grow and understand life on a whole new different level but um i think that's when people usually do it and if that's the time for them that's the time for them and then they get to go connect the dots which is really cool yeah, and that's something that I, like, I'm not, I, like, I'm still wrestling with, that, so, we've talked about this a lot, like, the whole concept of growth, right? Mm-hmm. So, so these Japanese concepts, or this Japanese concept, growth through pain, or growth through awakening. So, it's Kensho and Satori. Kensho is growth through pain, and Satori is growth through awakening. The degree of which we all perceive pain is what prompts us to make that shift. If you're in... Everything is relative to the individual. But every moment of pain can be a moment of awakening if we allow it to. So that means that the universe is throwing these things at us, right? All of these... There's no such thing as coincidences. It's throwing these boxes at us or guiding us to run into these boxes and stub our toe over and over and over and over again and maybe the fifth one is not was not planned maybe the universe is just relentless about getting us to wake up so it would throw five it would throw a hundred it would throw ten thousand it's not until we wake up that it stops so to speak and if we would have woken up at 5, we would have learned the lesson a lot quicker than if we wake up at 100. So now we have all of these. Granted, you might have just more dots to connect, which just kind of solidify why you were supposed to be where you are, but you don't have to have that happen. You can have some slight unpleasant experiences that you use as boxes that you stubbed your toe on, and you can use them as reasons to wake up and yeah. grow. So, I really like that a yeah. lot. Like when you were just talking though, I was sorry, I zoned out and I um Yeah, you were looking through me. <laughs> I just thought of like Mario Kart and like banana peels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a banana peel. Yeah. So you slip. Yeah. Yeah. And you go Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Wow. I hope it's not because I look like Wario. No. The third brother? 
No. <laughs> but that's essentially the concept, right? Like, people can either grow... Everybody's going to wake up at some point. Mm-hmm. But... I believe that a sense of... Urgency... I believe that faith is so good. Faith is so powerful that fear in its effort to try to keep us from faith accidentally reveals it. Mm-hmm. Right? So the whole concept of resistance where you use resistance as a compass, it all ties back into this. You have a room and everywhere that there is a box you can't stand on that place because there's a box right but like everywhere there's no box you get to experience that portion of the room you can stand there you can breathe you can feel what it feels like to stand in that exact place where there's no box but every time you unpack a box a you're lighter but b and what, what that means, like, you're lighter, there's windows in this room, and the sun's coming in, but the more boxes there are, the darker this room seems, because it's blocking sunlight. So every time you unpack a box, there's one less box, so the room lightens up a little bit. And eventually, when you're all done, you realize this is a completely white, bare room. White floors, white ceilings, white walls. And the room is so lit up, and now you're loving light. That's bliss, but, and that's freedom. But... Everywhere that there's a pile of boxes, you haven't experienced that life yet. You haven't experienced life there yet. That's why the universe has guided you to stub your toe on that box. Because you need to unpack this pile of boxes and then stand where these boxes once stood. That is what standing outside of your comfort zone looks like. Because you've never been there before. There's been boxes there your whole life. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, you get to now create a new box. But it's not a box. It's a tile. Mm-hmm. Or it's something that's unlimited. So you just create a new association here. And you say, oh, I like this. This is great. This is amazing. And it's then, something that doesn't cover your windows and walls and you can still live in sheer bliss. And it, it essentially maybe helps you keep it clean and exactly. nice and mm-hmm. keep the area the way it should be. And you can move freely. Yeah. So the first pile, that's why like tearing down your walls... Um, Facing your demons, the whole co- it's all that all that is. That's all that is. Opening a box, unpacking a box. That's just tearing down walls, or another put in another way. It's facing your demons. We have all of these analogies, but that's what it is. Like I have this song. I don't even know if I have shared it with you. I haven't recorded. I haven't done. I don't even know if I have a whole song, but it's. I put up these walls just to duck the pain. Cut the cord on all these emotions, all these feelings. But I never thought it out. I never saw the day. They'd come crashing down, letting go all of my demons. Knocking on my door. Right? So, like, I put up all of these walls so I don't have to experience this pain. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to um, have this level of discomfort and uncertainty. You want to keep your demons out. So your room is your safe haven. And now you have all of these boxes that you pack all of these things into that you use as experiences and as reasons why you cannot. They're definitions. But any reason why 
You cannot. Anything that's based in a no is a lack-based experience. And it's inaccurate. Because if anybody else can, you can too. Absolutely. Unless you convince yourself otherwise. I was listening to um, a Joe Dispenza talk this morning, and it kind of was speaking on that essentially. It's like, you don't, you perp- you you may know that there's boxes there, but you don't want to open it and you don't want to unpack it because you don't know what it's going to bring. And yep. because you don't know what it's going to bring, you're scared. And because you don't want to be scared and you want to just, I might be in a shitty relationship, but I'm going to stay here because it's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Comfort. Yep. And when you're comfortable, you don't grow. Nope. And that was, I mean, that's it all connects, which makes so much sense. Yeah. So what, um, let's let's have some takeaways from this. So okay. what are some top three takeaways from what we just talked about? Top three takeaways. Stop hoarding. <laughs> Quit hoarding. Nobody else likes it when they're watching your show. You don't like it when you're watching somebody else's show. And so the same thing is going to happen when somebody else is watching your show. The more you hoard on to, the less pleasant you're going to be in life. The less fun, the less adventure you're going to get to experience, and the less likely you are to allow yourself to be free. Hoarding onto the past is literally preventing your own freedom. I don't know how many takeaways that is. But That's one. That was one. I was hoping it was. Next. <laughs> The next takeaway is um, Kensho and Satori. Growth. Growth, when you stop growing, you start dying. So don't stop growing. That also means that if you're not currently growing in your perspective, you can start it again at any moment. And that means that you start living again. Simply by choosing to want to grow, you will feel... Um, a version of life that has been closed off to you for a while. Third? I feel like I'm bossing you around. I like it. I know. The third one is um, it's not that scary to unpack. It's scarier to sit in the anxiety of yeah. having it all. That's what I was about to say. It's, it's <laughs> like I liken that to when your house is dirty and you feel anxious. What is the, when you feel anxious and you like you're like, "You know what? Screw it. I'm going to get my life together." What's the first thing we do? We clean. And that is that's why Marie Kondo is just she's popping cuz people want to rearrange their spaces. People want to create that openness and that um, that sanctuary, if you will, right? So we have to just take that and apply it internally. It's it's Cleaning is not scary, but I can't tell you how many times I've sat on the couch and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like cleaning right now. I don't want to clean right now. And then we, we're just like, how did it get this dirty anyways? Like, oh my God, like this is ridiculous. We need to quit living in slops. And now you just beat yourself up. So sitting in that room with all those boxes around and choosing not to unpack it, is only um, deteriorating your own self-worth and your self-confidence and your own self-respect towards yourself. So just, I, it's not that scary to unpack. I love it. I yeah. have one more thing I want you to think about. Me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Let's give them a challenge. What's one thing they can do mm-hmm. to start unpacking a box for like for fun? Mm-hmm. So not grow through pain because yeah. we don't want them to have something bad happen. Just grow through awakening, awakening yeah. meaning just okay, fine. I'm ready. Like I know I have demons, and I, I'm ready to start getting rid of them. What's mm-hmm. what's what's the first step? You need to identify where you're uncomfortable. Um, I think by... I mean, I guess in this context, the first step would be to maybe just make a list of ten things you really don't want to do and start doing it. Um, if If you live in an apartment complex like us, we don't take the elevator, we take the stairs. Even when we don't want to. In fact, especially when we don't want to take the stairs, we have to. That philosophy of, I don't want to, so I must, is so powerful because you're going to start to understand why you don't want to do things. And then you're going to start questioning why, because every time you do the thing you don't want to do, you're always better. You're always better for it, and you're thankful that you did. So start doing things that you don't want to do, make a list of things that make you uncomfortable, and start checking them off. That's uh That's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. Sweet. Quit hoarding. Quit hoarding. Don't be a hoard. <laughs>